Welcome. Welcome to Be Be Your Best, a podcast for your relationship with yourself. This podcast covers a wide variety of topics of you and for you so you can be your best. What is your lifelong relationship and decisions for your own well-being? What is your why to your own well-being of life so you can give your best? When you are your best, it is a ripple effect upon your inner and outer world. Excuse me. Let's discover together in this podcast with me. I'm Betty Pierce as we cover topics such as Reiki, meditation, mindfulness, and much more. I hold a BA psychology, minor sociology, Reiki master, certified primordial sound meditation instructor, event speaker, life coach, and so much more. Welcome to episode 32, Decision Fatigue. As we will locate this term in studies, how it may be impacting you and what you can do to overcome this and decisions you make in your everyday life. There are examples surrounding this term that we will cover symptoms and behaviors. You will receive specific ways to get past this decision fatigue and get to what you want to do so you can be your best. At the end, you will be invited to an opportunity to work further with me. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Decision fatigue. We all have to make decisions, but when we have a normal routine, the number of decisions we have to make will decrease. Decision fatigue is a psychological term surrounding a person's ability or capacity to make decisions. It is also called ego depletion. This fatigue applies to all decisions, not simply the large or more difficult ones. Even those small things. Think of it as a battery. Every decision reduces the charge of the battery and you have less energy available to make other decisions later on. A study in health psychology found that nurses tend to make less efficient and more expensive clinical decisions about patient care the longer they went without a break. We will cover seven key points on how restaurants with less on menu sell more. And while we do this, we will add how this may pertain to you. Did you know that restaurants with less on menu sell more? Have you ever been to a restaurant that has so much on their menu? Less is more and limited menu restaurants They are thriving. Why? Let's talk about point one, because we're going to cover seven points. Point one, lessen customer decision fatigue. A study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology shows that people would rather have fewer choices than more. It makes this decision process more manageable. You give people what they want and improve customer service and experience. So how does this pertain to you? Well, Make your choices lessened. Point two, big menus equals overworked staff. There's prep and no um, speciality. Servers are more knowledgeable on what is on the menu to answer customer service. So how does this pertain to you? When you have big to-do lists, you have no focus or knowledge you will feel like those overworked staffed and feel overwhelmed. Point number three, 
Well, it's cost effective. There's only a handful of ingredients. There's fewer vendors. Um, they can afford to order in bulk and they get a better deal. This cuts, this cut, this is a tongue twister, cut costs printing the menu and it reduces waste. How does this pertain to you? This is a great reminder to place the focus on what matters most to you. Point number four, freedom. There's creativity and room to customize their menu. How does this pertain to you? You will enhance your own freedom and creativity to customize your life and what you want. Point number five, there's this high-end feel. There's quality over quantity. And how does this pertain to you? You will have your own high-end feel of getting those quality things completed over the quantity. You will have to learn to prioritize, prioritize these things on your list. Point number six, there's local movement support. How does this pertain to you? You will also look at what is local and who and what supports you in what you want to complete in your own life. And the last point, point number seven, there's limited edition items. People are attracted to limited edition items. How this pertains to you? You will be laser focused because of the limited items on your list. These priorities to get done and what is most important to you. The number is six. Yes, six when it comes to quick service items. And this isn't set in stone. There are many variables. So when I read the following on services, think about yourself on these and then make some notes. You can pause that podcast now to get pen and paper. Thanks and welcome back. Here we go. So stick to one page. Make it an easy to read layout. Stay away from fads. Include versatile items. If you use X, try to use X with another service or if it's an item. Arrange to offer a full menu or service. So now I'm curious, what notes did you write down that you thought about yourself as I read those items? I would love to hear them. Send me an email. I'm at bpierce112450 at gmail.com. So let's get back to decision fatigue. Decision fatigue is the idea that after making many decisions, your ability to make more and more decision over the course of the day become worse. Oh yeah, worse. Psychiatrist Dr. McLean said this, quote, the more decision you have to make, the more fatigue you develop and the more difficult it can become, unquote. We make tons of decisions in our lives, many, not just the menus, many, so many of decisions we are not making consciously. If you open the refrigerator, on the, all there is is fresh watermelon, your decision is pretty easy, right? This is reminding me to, you know, trying to eat healthy and what you put in your refrigerator. If those unhealthy choices aren't available, the decisions are easy. Let's think about our decision, what to eat, 
what to wear, and so on and so on. And these many decisions can create stress. Before we go to bed, Dr. McLean says that average person makes over 35,000 decisions and all those decisions take time and energy. It can take out of us. So life is more complicated than ever. There's more decisions and complex choices, more distress, decision at work and home. There's increased anxiety among us and depression. Decision fatigue is draining. You can feel tired, have brain fog, which is a term to describe slow or sluggish thinking. With decision fatigue, you can also feel physical and mental fatigue. It is an accumulation. The more decisions, the more drained, and the worse you feel as the day progresses. <clears throat> the more choices, the increase of wear on your brain. You might look for shortcuts. So here are four symptoms of decision fatigue. Procrastination. You put off making a decision for another day until the need to make the decision disappears altogether. Another point, impulsive. Third point, avoidance. You may start to neglect, ignore, or avoid decisions altogether when they feel draining. You may choose the default or more socially accepted option versus the option that is right for you. And the last symptom of decision fatigue is indecision, just like that menu. So are you putting decisions off until later? Maybe you're avoiding the decision altogether. Are you battling back and forth between choices? The psychological effects vary and can lead to problems making right decisions. An example may be impulsive buying or avoiding behaviors. Some examples of avo avoiding behaviors are, one, drug or alcohol use, two, wishful thinking or daydreaming, three, bearing one's emotions, four, self-isolation, five, escapism, six, avoiding eye contact, seven, lowering voice when you speak, eight, leaving gatherings early. You might become reckless with your decisions by not thinking things through. You may just do nothing, which can cause more problems. Do you become angry with coworkers or family? These are additional signs of decision fatigue. Decision fatigue is the emotional and mental strain resulting from a burden of choices. When we are overstressed, we become hasty or shut down altogether, and that stress plays a huge role in our behaviors. One study found that U.S. clinicians were 26% more likely to prescribe unnecessary antibiotics to patients during the fourth work hour of a typical day. Makes me want to have my appointments in the early hours. How about you? An overworked employee will reply to an email that pops up in their overloaded inbox because it is the most recent. I've done that. A writer decides to contact a client she likes rather than 
the difficult client who pays the most. You may be trading off between two options, where each option has a positive and negative element. In decision fatigue, you may be reluctant to make the decision, take longer, or make a decision that you later regret. What can you do? Streamline choices. Streamline your choices. Make lists so you don't have to decide on the fly. This will avoid this random decision-making. Our brain loves ordered tasks. Studies have shown that people perform better when they have written down what they need to do. It is a productive tool. There is what is called a, okay, now if I chop up this name, excuse me, Zygarnik effect, with, this is named after a Russian psychologist. This effect says that we remember things we need to do better than things we've done. This is stem from observing waiters, going back to the restaurants. Waiters could only recall the, the orders before they had been served. After they were delivered to their customers, their memories erased. Who had that steak or who had that soup? Why? The deed was done and the brain was ready to let go. Another study by two professors from Wake Forest University showed that just making plans to get things done can free us from anxiety. This pair observed people on tasks and showed simply writing tasks down will make you more effective. Author David Allen of book, Getting Things Done, believes that anyone with a full schedule and no structure will struggle to cope. A system is needed and just scribbled notes won't cut it. He says that if your to-do list isn't clear and to the point, your tasks won't get done and they won't be prioritized. prioritized. Alan says details and being realistic about how long things will take will help with a timetable for the day. So what else can you do? Make decisions ahead of time before the event is going to happen. For example, pick out your clothes the night before, use GPS when traveling, and do auto bill paying. Another thing for decision fatigue, simplify by cutting out things that are not important. Have fewer tasks and activities will lead to fewer decisions and help you feel restored and in control of your life. This also may help. Delegate decisions. Stop micromanaging everything and let others in your life make some decisions. This could be coworkers and even, even your kids. This is also a great tool to empower someone else and show that you trust them. Here's another tip. Set deadlines. Space out decisions for projects that might be big so you are not forced to make too many decisions at the end. This allows best judgment so you are not waiting until the last minute. Break down big projects into achievable blocks. You're not going to jot down, write my novel. It can be an overwhelming task. You may start with, outlined my first chapter, and the chances of getting it done is friendlier. What else can you do? Don't make decisions when you're tired or hungry. A study by Dr. Benjamin Vincent from the university's psychology department found that hunger 
significantly significantly alters people's decision making. They are more impatient and more likely to settle for a small reward that arrives sooner than a larger one promised at a later date. Make your decisions when you feel mentally fresh. You can also stop any second guessing of yourself. This is about letting go of perfectionism. When you make a choice, be happy with it and don't waste unnecessary energy worrying if it was the right one. And if you are second guessing, ask these questions. The first one, did I make the best decision in the moment with what I knew? And the second question, will going back to it cause additional decision fatigue? Fear of making the wrong decisions is one of the reasons people hesitate when faced with a choice. You may be afraid of failure or even the consequences of success. You may worry about what other people think about you. Perfectionism may be getting in your way. Does this sound like you? Having difficulty in making a decision can be a sign of depression. Examples of indecisiveness. Deciding what to wear. Did you know that Barack Obama has claimed to have worn the same colored suits every day to limit the number of decisions he had to make while in office? Two, what color to paint a room? With all the paint color choices, who can blame anyone? The paint stores should look at the study from restaurants and change their system. So here's another technique for this indecisions. Develop a daily routine. Do you have daily routines? This puts you in autopilot and is a game changer. Examples. Wake up the same time every morning. Make your working time part of your routine. This is great for those at-home workers or entrepreneurs like myself. Eat the same thing for breakfast, or at least keep it to two to three things. Have those outfits planned for your days. In general, look at the big picture and make little decisions for the everyday today. This will simplify your life. These habits and setting up those routines can decrease anxiety and conserve your energy for decisions, decisions that matter. What is another helpful tip? Remove distractions. What pulls you away from a project or a goal? What does pull you away? Is it a cell phone, the TV, or maybe social media? These drain your willpower for tasks later in the day. Remove these distractions to help you reduce the fatigue and engage with the task at hand. And lastly, the first hour of the day. This is a big one, big one. Research shows that the best time to make decisions is in the morning. The morning is when we make the most accurate and thoughtful decisions. We are more cautious and meticulous at this time. We hit the plateau in the afternoon and evening. Our decisions become impulsive. In the first hour of the day, do less 
and with more creativity. This maximum hour is the sweet spot. Attention plus focus. Make your most important decisions as early as possible each day. It could be a tough work call or maybe a difficult task. Making the most important decisions early in the day will prevent the decision fatigue when faced with choices. When you do it last, you don't carry it with, with you all day. Things like maybe exercise, meditating, or whatever it is you want to maximize your day. Get purposeful energy. Gain attention residue. We wear down our brain purposeful energy. Energy management. You only have X amount of time in the day, right? Use your calendar and put on it what you want to do every day. The most successful people in the world exercise and or meditate. Give yourself a mental break at lunch and not um, engage in work-related activities. Simplify that wardrobe. Put those breaks into your schedule. Plan and maybe even prep your meals on Sunday for the work week. Do one thing at a time. No multitasking. Purpose and effective. Work backwards from your goal so you can monitor and correct any off course. Examples for me that I found. I'm doing all my videos the same day. I already have my hair done, the makeup on, clothes. So why not do all the videos the same day if I'm doing a video? Or maybe I should do two or three podcasts together. Writing. I could do two or three writing exercises all at once. Now, what if you do get derailed? Look at the hour. What can you take off in the day? Rearrange it and don't show up in a rush. So what if my symptoms are increasing? If you feel exhaustion, cynicism, and low self-efficiency or struggling with depression or anxiety, then seek medical help. Decision fatigue is a way a person can look at willpower and change your responses to decisions. To work with me on your goals and ways to work with me on your decision fatigue, you can book a life coaching call. $60 for 60 minutes or $30 for 30 minutes or a free discovery call, free, yeah, where we can discover together how we may work together moving forward in your own life and get the best you. Thanks for listening. And if you like this episode, please share with someone, someone that it may benefit, may, may benefit. And as always, be your best.